Hello, this is Gail Durr. Today our devotional will be from John 8, 12 through 20. But before we get started, I would like to just remind us what has been going on. The Jewish people have just spent a week at the Festival of Tabernacles. During this festival, the Jewish people have brought their tents and camped out. They celebrated with food, dancing, and joy, and they're just remembering together God's faithfulness in their lives, their deliverance from captivity and providing for them. On the greatest and the last day, all the stops were pulled out. They continually um, had huge torches that were lit, and it was as if there was no night. But gradually they burned out, and the festival was over. So now the festival is over. And the following day, Jesus appeared again in the temple courts, and he sat down to teach them again. Yesterday, we heard about how the Pharisees brought the woman in who was caught in adultery. At the end, Jesus says, Go now and leave your life of sin. After this scene, Jesus goes back to the crowd. Many were gathered around to hear him, and he begins the teaching of where we are today. And this is what he says. Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. The Pharisees replied, You are making those claims about yourself. Such testimony is not valid. Jesus told them, These claims are valid even though I make them about myself. For I know where I came from and where I am going. But you don't know this about me. You judge me by human standards. But I do not judge anyone. And if I did, my judgment would be correct in every respect, because I am not alone. The Father who sent me is with me. Your own law says that if two people agree about something, their witness is accepted as fact. I am the one witness, and my Father who sent me is the other. Where is your Father? they asked. Jesus answered, Since you don't know who I am, you don't know who my Father is. If you knew me, you would also know my Father. Jesus made these statements while he was teaching in the section of the temple known as the treasury. But he was not arrested because his time had not yet come. So what I find interesting in this passage is that yesterday, Jesus told the woman to go and leave your life of sin. When he walks back to the crowd and begins again, he immediately says, he is the light of the world. And if you follow him, you won't walk in darkness, but will have the light that leads to life. So it sounds like Jesus is making a statement based on the story that just happened. The woman needs to leave her darkness and sin no more. He then says, I am the light of the world. He is letting them know that he is the light that will bring them life. He is implying to them that he was God as well as the Messiah. They have just had a week that brought them light day and night. They are remembering that Jesus was their light, a pillar of fire when they traveled out of deliverance. He is saying, I'm the one 
that can bring you out of darkness, and you can have this light that leads to life. This light is for everyone. He says he is the light of the world, not just for them, but for all. When this happens, the Pharisees challenge him. They are saying he isn't valid. Again, they are blinded by what they want. They're getting more and more agitated and frustrated. Jesus then goes on to let them know that he is testifying on his behalf, and God the Father is also testifying for him. Jesus then closes it out by saying they don't know him or his Father. They were basically walking in darkness. So I would like to take some time to talk about Jesus being the light of the world. It makes me think of an experience that I've had in the desert in Arizona. The experience was in the Huachuca Mountains in Arizona, where our daughter lives. Our daughter and her family like to go into the caves in the mountains and play flashlight tag. So, when we were visiting, we went and did this. First, it was a bit of a chore to get me down into that cave, but I did. Then, when we get into the cave, everyone puts on their flashlights and we walk into the pitch black caves that are like large rooms with large stones in them. Next, someone is it and they stand off to the side while the rest of us try to hide to find a place. You are able to put on your light just to find a place. And once you have found a place, you have to turn off your flashlight. It is a bit tense as you aren't sure if there are any critters or if there's someone else in those caves. You also have large rocks to get around. So you find a place to hide and you do feel a bit anxious. At least I did. When the person comes looking, they put their light on. It is actually a relief that someone has their light on. You can now see around you. This is the same feeling I believe we have when we are in darkness. We feel lost, insecure, scared, not at peace, anxious, unsure, and we feel the heaviness of the darkness. When the light comes on, we begin to feel relieved, secure, we are more aware, and we have a peace and joy because we know our surroundings. This is the light Jesus is promising to each one of us as well as to the whole world. He says, if you know me, you will not have to walk in darkness. You won't have to feel insecure and unsafe. You can have me and I will give you life. What a wonderful promise that we can have life in him and he will live within us. To help us through whatever difficulties or insecurities we might have. So what does Jesus ask us to do with this light? So we have this light of Jesus in us, but what are we supposed to do about that? Well, from Matthew 5, 14 through 16, he says, You are the light of the world. To me, that's amazing that we have that light living within us. So he says, again, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, 
and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So what I believe he is saying here is we are the light if we have Jesus and we are not to hide our light. We are to put it on display. A song I used to sing when I was young is about um, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. And there's a part of it that says, hide it under a bush. Oh, no, I'm going to let it shine. And then the final verse says, let it shine till Jesus come, comes. I'm going to let it shine. That is us. We are to not hide our light. We are to let it shine before others, not because we want to receive glory, but as that scripture says, so that God will be glorified. So what does it look like to be a light that shines in a dark world? What I believe is that we have to take time to interact with people and cultivate relationships. I know it is important to do this with family and friends. I'm all over that. But I also believe Jesus is challenging us to do this with all the people in the world. It may be someone you meet at the checkout lane. It could be a business person you see often. It might be someone who is your server in a restaurant. It might be a neighbor or someone you see often as you're working out. It is where God has you. I do know you're going to have to be intentional. And also, this may be a short conversation or longer conversations. To me, it is also being kind, compassionate, not self-absorbed, forgiving, and trying to understand and listen well. So let's go back to verse 12. I am the light of the world, Jesus says. If you follow me, you won't walk in darkness, but you will have the light that leads to life. So as I reflect on being in the cave, I was walking in darkness, feeling anxious and unsure of what I'm doing. When the flashlight went on, I became confident, secure, and safe. So it is with knowing Jesus. Following him, I know I don't have to walk in darkness anymore. I have the light, and the light lives within me. I also know that as we live our lives, the light within me can be seen by others. We can bring light into a dark world because of Jesus in us. And through this, God, the Father, will be glorified. So what do you sense God is saying to you today through the scripture? Maybe you are still searching to know the light of the world. Or maybe you feel he's inviting you to keep exploring to know him more. Maybe you have the light of life, but you allow darkness to keep taking over. Or maybe you are examining what it looks like to be a light in a dark world. This is what I believe God is saying to me today. You need to be a light in a dark world. Let your light shine. See where I want you to be my light for my glory, not yours. So what will your response be to what God might be saying to you today? Let's pray. Dear Lord God, we do come before you today. And thank you, Lord, that you are the light of the world. Thank you that we can have life in you. So I just pray for each one of us, Lord, that we would just examine what that means to each of us. And I just pray, Lord, that we would be light to this whole world 
for you to receive glory. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.